and I'm just turning on the podcast as well. Welcome to KLE Podcast, and this is your host, Sean Smith, and we are on Mentoring Monday today. A little late because I had to first mow the meadow. (laughs) I had to jump on the mower and mow the meadow. We've got an acre out here of grass that I've got to mow. So that was what kept me busy and gives me time to think about what I'm going to say and uh, not so much what I'm going to say, but prepare my heart and my mind for what I want to say. And basically, today we're talking about, in Mentoring Monday, the leader sets the pace. I really want to emphasize how important it is that as the leader, you understand that you actually set the environment, you set the culture, you set the environment either for growth or for stagnation. And not so much in that you don't desire growth, is just on how you conduct yourself, how your paradigm for people. And we need to understand is that leadership is about people. It's not about our position. It's not about our title. And, you know, I know I emphasize that a lot, but because it's so valid, it's such a important point because it is a whole paradigm. It is a whole concept. And on Friday, we were talking, Steve and I were talking about this whole process and how people actually stand in positions and and uh, and in titles. And, and what they want to do is change everything, but they don't change their own heart, their own attitude. And I want to emphasize again the simple fact that the leader sets the pace by your example, by how you think and how you view people is actually what's going to happen, how people respond in that environment. If you complicate things, if you make it all mystical, your knowledge and and your input, if you make it all mystical, if you withhold knowledge, withhold um, revelation, withhold impartation from people because you want to keep yourself in a little bit of a mystical place because you are you want to keep yourself a bit superior to others what you're doing is you disempowering people and when you disempower people they don't respond you know properly to to growth to um, to advancement to progress and to actually get stuff done in the kingdom of God. We, you've got to be, as a leader, you've got to set the pace. And so you've got to create the right environment. You've got to create the culture and lead people into it. If you complicate it, it's going to be complicated. If you simplify it, it's simplified. Somebody said that a true leader knows how to simplify things to make it uh, easily communicatable. And and we, we do that in so many areas, but yet in leadership, we complicate it. We, we really keep it complicated. And so if you are, if you're aloof, people are going to be aloof. If, if you don't share, they never dis- discover. Um, and if you, if you see the potential in people and you call for the potential in people and you empower and release people, then they come into the fullness of where they are. There is a process, you know, it's engaging, 
equipping and empowering. You cannot empower somebody if you haven't equipped them, and you cannot equip them if you haven't engaged them. We, you know, but of course, what happens is many leaders never go to the empowering stage because they don't know how. They don't know how to actually empower people to fulfill their potential, to discover walk in and fulfill their destiny, their potential, their purpose. We complicate it. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine, Andre, yesterday, and he was just saying how how he was speaking to somebody and, and you know, somebody was, th- this person was saying how they've prayed and they fasted and they're searching God for their purpose. And and I want to, you know, it's like we've we've created this culture of, it, we think it's spiritual, and so we over-spiritualize things that so people are not actually walking in the power of things. So what we do is we create this environment, we create this culture of complicating things, and it's actually not spiritual, it's religious. And I don't blame people, you know, is because people are in the culture. They're in the culture of what we've created as leaders and what leaders have created for us. And so we're constantly thinking in that train of thought. And so what happens is we impart that to people. And so now they think it's very complicated. You know, they think they've got to pray fast, wait on God, you know, and it doesn't work like that. We've let me emphasize something for you. Is like forget about trying, forget about trying to adopt some kind of position, some kind of stereotypical thing. You know, is like, am I a prophet? Am I an evangelist? Am I a pastor and teacher? I was sharing with with a a, a man of God last week or the week before. I can't remember. And I said, you know, don't worry about what you are. Be we 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 too focused on our function and and rather than what we be who we are and then just flowing in who we are we we're too concerned and trying to identify ourselves to a gift rather than identifying ourselves as a son of god who freely has received and freely gives jesus didn't send out his disciples and say okay you this you're a teacher you that you this you that you, you, you know, your apostles. He just sent them out as disciples. And he said, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Don't get distracted. Don't take any any bags with you or a second, two tunics or, or two bags of food. Don't do any of that. Just go to the lost house of the, the children of Israel. And there declare to them the kingdom has come. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, etc. So he didn't say go preaching heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. He said, go preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Tell them the kingdom has come, and then the signs will follow. We chase the signs, and and what we're trying to do is trying to associate and identify ourselves. Well, I'm I'm a healer of the sick. I'm a miracle worker. And, and, of course, it doesn't work like that because that's not quite important enough. It's got to be I'm an evangelist or, you know, or I'm a – I'm a prophet or I'm a pastor. When you ask people, what do you, you know, what do you do? I'm a prophet. I'm just like, that's, what do you, what do you function in? Not, I'm not interested in hearing what your gift is. 
is what are you what are you doing what are you who are you what are you bringing to people how do you serve people and that's the important thing that that I really want to emphasize is that it's and it's really the culture of it and so we come back to what is your paradigm you can change the name of things but if your paradigm hasn't changed you're still operating in the same spirit the same attitude the same thing if if you as a leader see people constantly as followers they're always going to be followers and they're never going to lead and so, you know, you're looking for leaders, but they're always going to be followers. If, if in your business, in your company, in you know, how do you set the pace for people around you? How do you set the pace for your team? How do you set the pace for the people you're selling to? You, you know, you're a leader when you're taking products and services to people. What pace are you setting? What example are you setting? What mindset do you convey? And we, we need to understand how powerful this really is. Transformation takes place when there is a renewing of the mind. And the mind is, is your, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. You, 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 don't, <laughs> you don't have transformation until you have a renewal. And renewal means renew. Restated back to the original, the original place, and the original place was that God gave Adam and Eve an assignment. He gave them an assignment, which was to have dominion. And we bring in this whole culture of followership, a hierarchy of serve me, and you know and. And it's all about how many people I can get to serve me and how many, you know, how big can I be so that I become significant and important. We set the pace and you need to understand what pace are you setting for people around you? What pace are you setting into the culture, into the community, into, into the social world around you? What pace are you setting? Are we building good relationships? If you are shallow in your relationships, they, the, all the relationships around you are going to be shallow. If you do not value family, and I'm not talking about your own personal family. I'm talking about family within the context of where you are. Everybody is going to uh, not value family. It's, they're not going to value each other. If, if we as a leader, if you do not value yourself, they're not going to be valued. If you are immature and, and constantly showing your insecurity, everybody's going to be insecure. But the problem is, is that we fight with people because they are not, but that we don't look at ourselves. Transformation begins with you, and then you can bring transformation to others. So, Within the context of wherever you are, whatever your leadership role is, if you're a kingdom business person, if you are a, a, a kingdom leader within the church structure, if or wherever you are, if you're a leader at home, if you're a leader in society, in your community, in education, in medical, is you set the pace and you've got to remember that. So the, the point is always to see your progression, your growth, and what how things are transforming within you. Are you growing up? You need to get a sense of security, of confidence, and begin to lead in that. 
set the pace, set the right atmosphere, set the right culture. And the culture should always be to grow people, develop people, see them, inspiring them to live their full potential in whatever whatever sphere you are. Um, you know, um, what's his name um, from Virgin? Um, the leader of Virgin, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, <laughs> head now, but but he he said he, he said, you know, train people so that they fulfill their potential as if they're going to leave, but they won't leave because you're training them. It's something in that in that vein, you know, of thought. And and what we do is we try and and not try. We oppress people because we want followers and we've got to move away from that followership and popularity and rather see our value in leading people into the potential because then they will follow and they always follow to become leaders. People don't see the potential. We've got to see the potential. We've. I, I was just reading earlier a post up posted, I think yesterday, is that Stephen Covey said, communicate people's potential so clearly that they can see it themselves. And oftentimes they don't see it because we're not communicating it. And it's not just your preaching. It's not just your talking, your pitching, how, how well you pitch your sales pitch. It's, you know, I don't even believe in sale, uh, pitching sales pitches. I don't believe in pitch selling. <laughs> I believe in relational selling. I believe there's powerful ability, powerful uh, access and resource in when we're building the right relationship with people. We do not, we do not, in fact, you know, preaching is just a facet of it. Pitching is just a facet. Pre presentations is just a facet. It's the relationship. It's the, it's the trust building that actually gets people. And if you duplicate at that point in time, if you have this two-mindedness about it. You want people to grow, but actually you're withholding. They are going to feel it. They don't trust you. It's hypocritical. You know, it's not in, it's no integrity. You're not whole. You are insecure. They're going to be insecure and the two twain don't meet. You know, something doesn't happen. We set the pace. Leaders set the pace. You set the environment. It's not like how great you are and how wonderful you are and how outspoken you are. It's that you believe in and you've had such a transformation that the conviction, the, the belief system, the inspiration, the passion, the vision is so deeply embedded in you that, that others taste it, feel it, experience it. And part of that vision, if a vision is to have two planes you know, three houses, that's not vision, that's ambition. Vision is when you, transformation is coming to people's lives. When you see people elevated, when you're bringing something to their lives, that's when you have true vision, true mission. So Mentoring Monday, set the pace, you set the pace as a leader, within your environment, within your community, within your world, within your team, you set the pace. All right? So from Sean, thank you for being with me today on Mentoring Monday. Until next time, this is over and out. Hey, oh, yes, tomorrow I'm going to be talking about discipleship. I'm going to be 
deep diving a little bit into what the the actual term making disciples really, really means. So we're going to look at that tomorrow. So if you join me tomorrow evening on uh, KLE um, or here, and uh, and I'll be popping it onto KLE as well um, later in the week. All right. So on live tomorrow, discipleship, what is it? <laughs> okay. Thank you for being with me, and I appreciate you. Love you lots. Bye.